You're listening to the Run Pass Option with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. We talk sports because we know sports. Hi, how are you? Welcome to another episode of the Run Pass Option with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. I am Doc Holliday, and Isaac Bruce is tied up. Now, see, the last episode I had, I promised the people, I said it, I said Isaac Bruce will be joining us the next episode, but I wasn't expecting to do an episode today. I really wasn't expecting to do another episode for a couple of days. So Isaac is still tied up and he, he's busy, but I had something that I want to address. Couple of things. First of all, NBA playoffs going on. They're, they're having play, play-in games. Teams, you know, for the first time, the NBA has implemented this play-in game. Uh, you know, teams win, they move on. Teams lose. Some of them get another opportunity. But I just wanted to address the fact that the Minnesota Timberwolves played their playing game against the Los Angeles Clippers. T-Wolves won the game, balled out, got some great young, a a great superstar to be in Anthony Edwards. I mean, this young Royal is just absolutely amazing. The The thing I like about him is that he's fearless. He couldn't care less who you are. He goes to attack everyone that he plays against. He has that kind of grown man dog about him that you need in order to be successful. You got Anthony Edwards to go with Carl Anthony Towns, and we know how good he is. Then you have somebody like Patrick Beverly. They've added him who gives, you know, any team, you know, attitude. He's the bad guy. He's the tough guy. He's going to try to get under everybody's skin. He's going to try to piss everybody off. But the fact of the matter is that Minnesota Timberwolves beat the Los Angeles Clippers. So they win the playing game, which means they get to move on to the playoffs. That's the seventh seed facing my hometown team, my hometown team, the Memphis Grizzlies. Playoff series starts Saturday. And Minnesota wins the game. Playing game now, it's, you know it's like a, it's like a tournament game, and they're celebrated. I mean, I mean, celebrated. Patrick Beverly jumping on the table. I mean, the fans are extremely excited. The players are extremely excited. I mean, and, and why wouldn't they be? They want to win or go home game to advance to the playoffs. And I think the fact that they won the game. Because, you know, when you're in a win or go home situation, it's one, one loss and your season is done. That adds more motivation. That adds more feelings of happiness and exhilaration when you're actually able to win the game. So Minnesota wins the game, and, I mean, they balled out in the celebration. They straight up balled out. I mean, Patrick Beverly took his shirt off, threw it into the stands. Uh, the Timberwolves fans were extremely Uh, energetic and happy. The players were extremely energetic and happy. And quite frankly, I love to see that kind of emotion. I love to see that they really cared. 
I, I love to see that they cared about winning a, a basketball game. They wasn't just out there, some rich dudes who know they're going to get paid anyway and just going through the motions. It was good to see them let some true, happy emotions out about winning a ball game. And I'm happy that they won. If they're that happy to win that ball game, a playing game to move on to the playoffs and uh, free enough to uh, express their emotions like that, I like it, man. Because the thing about it, I say I liked it so much, I like it so much, is because of the fact that, you know, they're, they're multi-millionaire athletes. I've seen, I mean, I played in the NFL. I've been around some athletes. A lot of them couldn't, a, a, a lot of them couldn't care less if they won or lost because they know they was going to get that check. Especially in basketball, NBA, when that money is guaranteed. They play to win, but if they lose, they don't care. A lot of them don't care. But I didn't see that with the Minnesota Timberwolves. They win. I mean, they, and, 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 and they celebrated, you know, like they had won a conference ch championship game in college to move on to the NCAA tournament or win the NCAA tournament. That's how they were celebrating. I mean, happy. And why wouldn't they be? They hadn't been to the play. They earned their first playoff berth since 2018 by winning that and going to the play. Their second playoff berth since 2004. They lost an average of 46 games over the past three seasons. So the Timberwolves have been sorry as hell. They've been sorry as hell. So they celebrate. They happy. And of course, you know, media members have something to say especially those clowns on uh, uh, inside the NBA. I don't care what anybody says. Charles Barkley is a clown, man. Shaq be tripping. Kenny Smith used to be the level-headed one. And Ernie Johnson just be throwing, he be throwing rocks and hiding his hand. He, he, he initiates it all and just be quiet. But anyway, they made fun of him. They made fun of the Timberwolves because they celebrated. They always find a way to uh, 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 have something negative to say or to make fun of somebody in a positive situation. You laughing at them. We need to play. We are the champions. And Charles Barkley doing what he does. But people say, they, you know, but look, man, I, I just. I, I just, I mean, I don't understand you all. I mean, yes, it is. It's, it's for entertainment. But somebody tell me if I'm wrong or not. What's wrong with the Minnesota Timberwolves being happy for, for, for winning a, a win-or-go-home game and getting to the playoffs? So apparently they like their fans. They like their fans. Giving their fans a, 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 a NCAA tournament-type win. We know it's the league. You're getting paid. It ain't college or high school. But to show that kind of emotion, I loved to see it. That don't mean they're not going to be ready to play once the playoffs start. I'm pretty sure they're going to be ready to play. But when, when you've had the lack of success that the Minnesota Timberwolves have had, why the hell they, why, why wouldn't they be happy, man? Damn. They just played a tough game and just won a tough game to make it to the playoffs. Why wouldn't they be happy? So why does inside the NBA got to make fun of them? Because that's what they do. That's what they do. That's what them dudes do. 
make fun of. So I'm here to say Minnesota Timberwolves, Pat Beverly, Anthony Edwards, D'Angelo Russell, man, all the rest of you cats, Carr Anthony Towns, man, you young royals, salute to you. I'm glad y'all was able to pull it off. Y'all should be happy about winning that game. Y'all wasn't fighting. Y'all wasn't cutting up. All y'all emotions were positive, and they still had something bad to say. Because if y'all acted like y'all didn't care, they would have something say, something bad to say about that. Y'all would have won the game, or lost. I mean, won the game and just acted like you didn't give a damn. They would have. They would have had something to say about that. I, I I don't I don't know how. Why would you? I don't understand why they why they would be mocked. Somebody please help me understand. Please put it in the comments. Why would they be mocked for winning a basketball, a win or go home game to go to the playoffs for just the third time? And what's the damn, somebody do the math for me, 2022 to 2004, it's 18 years. Third playoff berth in 18 years. Second since 2004. Come on, man. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. And something else I do not like. Zion Williams. We know the young Royal, man. He, you know, first overall pick a couple of years ago uh, here in Memphis with the Grizzlies. I know the Grizzlies were hoping to get him, but we ended up getting the number two pick and getting getting John Morant, who's absolutely incredibly in, ama uh, amazing. I say amazing and amazing. But Zion Williams has been hurt, been dealing with injuries the last couple of years. Uh, but you know, I mean, he he's made an appearance, so he was out warming up before the Pelicans play-in game, uh, which they ended up winning. But he was out warming up, a uh, uh, war, uh, 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 warming up, you know, doing a little three sixty windmill dunk, really giving the people something to see, because people have been talking about him, wondering. What kind of shape he is? Is he healthy or not? Because for the longest, I think they say, you know, no one was, you know, he hadn't been seen. So before the Pelicans playing game, you know, Zion out there warming up, you know, giving the people a show, really giving them something to see before the Pelicans beat the Spurs. I mean, big dog out there throwing, throwing down 360 windmill dunks. Is he a little heavier than he was? Yeah, of course he is, man, because he's already a big, he's already a thick dude. So he has, if he hasn't been able to be as active, of course he's going to pick up some weight. And he's 21. When you're 21, you're extremely immature in a lot of ways. You don't really know how to eat and how to take care of your body, especially when the Most High has uh, gifted you with, just, with those physical attributes for you to be that big and still be able to move and jump. But anyway, he was out there doing the 360 windmill dunks. You know, really giving the people something to talk about and really to show himself. So I, I applaud and salute him on that. But Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless didn't, no, they didn't like that. They didn't like the fact that he was out there dunking. They didn't like the fact that he was out there, you know, doing pregame warm ups or, you know, trying to show the people that he still got it. He got something. They didn't like that. They, they thought he shouldn't be doing it. 
they thought he said shit. But that ain't the fact. Okay, you you have a, an, an opinion on uh, whether you feel like he should just shut it down because uh, apparently, you know, his team ain't saying anything. But, okay, you, you have an opinion that he should shut it down, but what Skip and Shannon said about his size, man, and Skip Bailey saying it's embarrassing because he's heavy. Yeah, he's over 300 pounds. Some people can carry weight. Obviously, he's been carrying weight, and it has, and he's still able to explode off the floor. Shannon Sharp, cruel. I mean, I ain't going to say cruel, but just harsh words for the young royal. He should be eating better. He should be working out more. You don't know what you don't know what he eating. You don't know how often he's working out. You don't know that. Because he don't really deal with y'all. But you're looking at him. Yeah, he's heavy. He's heavier. But when you're hurt, especially when you have a foot injury, you can't do too much cardio. You can't do much of anything. And when you when you have a thick disposition like his body is. Probably anything he eats, man, is, is going to make him put on weight. And he can't go out there and run it off right away or burn calories right away. So instead of celebrating what, to me, it looks like, okay, he's been working. We, we, didn't, we didn't know how much work he's been doing behind the scenes because ain't nobody really seen him. So instead of being like, okay, the young girl is out there working. He's working out. look like he's trying to get back. Pelicans in the playoffs, they, they playing well. Look like you're trying to get back. Nah, that was, nah. They found fault in that. Skip Bayless said it's embarrassing the way he looks. Shannon Sharp co-signed it. So, please, somebody, I mean, I don't get that. I don't get that. Instead of helping, and I know it's a, I know it's a sports talk show. You want to have hot takes, and you know it's one of the most, you know it's one of the most popular shows out there. But instead of encouraging the young royal, which you can do, but you point the finger at him of his size and tell him it's embarrassing. This and that. And Shannon, shut, he, should just shut, he, just, he should just shut it down. He shouldn't do anything. If I was the Pelicans, I'd just say, just shut it down. Don't do anything. It's not a good look. He out there working out. To me, it's like he, like, like I say, it's like he's showing the people that I've been putting in some work. A couple of months ago, I couldn't really walk or run or anything, but now I'm jumping and dunking. Not only am I jumping and dunking, they criticized and said the man barely put the dunk in. Dude took about two or three steps and did a 360 windmill slam and threw it down. Skip Bailey said, oh, see, he barely got it in there. Huh? No, the hell he didn't. He threw it down. Then, oh, look, look the way he landed. Looked like he was a little ginger. I've I, 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 I been seeing Zion Williamson come down and do that. It looked like he kind of walked on his tiptoes sometimes. That would it looked like to me. If they criticize the dunk, he barely got in this, and, and Shannon Sharp was like, well, he should have been able to dunk. He's 6'6". Man, for the dude to be able to dunk at 6'6", and who knows, 300 plus, not only dunk, but throw it down like that with that kind of explosiveness, to me, I was impressed. 
especially the fact since he's been hurt. And even if he he's, he's, he's more overweight and he's still able to explode off the floor like that, take just two or three steps and throw down a 360 win. I was extremely impressed, but they found a reason to criticize and talk about his weight. He shouldn't do it. He shouldn't be out there doing it. He shouldn't do anything. Now, when he was missing, they talked about him being missing. Where is he? Now he's out there with the team, warming up. How oh, he shouldn't do that. Come on, man. God dang, bro. I don't understand, man. Shannon Shaw, 53 years old, so you're old enough to be his dad. Skip Bayless is 70. You're old enough to be his granddad. Zion is 21 years old. He's a young man. He has a lot of learning to do. He has a lot of growing to do. Let me, let me repeat, he's 21 years old. At 21, I was a, I was a, and I didn't know, hell, I didn't eat right. I did some things, you know, uh, uh, which made you immature, especially men. It takes men a long time to become mentally mature. Most men, it takes us a long time to become mentally mature. But as far as I know, Zion Williamson hasn't gotten into, he hasn't gotten any legal trouble. I don't hear his name in any mess. I don't. Then they talk about his stepdad being in his life. What's wrong with a, what's wrong with his dad? Is a stepdad being in his life? What's wrong with his stepdad giving him advice, whether you agree with agree with the advice or not? Especially you, Shannon Sharp, because whoever gives you the advice to do club Shay Shay and come out with all those negative stereotypes with Hennessy and Black and Miles, bro, that ain't no good look. Because that's what they think of magically melanated a black man anyway. That ain't no good look. That ain't cool. But ain't nobody giving you no advice to tell you to stop doing that. But they criticize the fact that his stepdad is giving him advice and, and leading him and guiding him. When I know for a fact, young black men, magically melanated men need guidance. They need direction from other black men, magically melanated men. They need guidance and direction. But you find something negative to say that his stepdad is in his life and giving him guidance and direction. I even heard somebody say something, but we haven't heard from LeVar Ball in a couple of years. Now, LaMelo is having an amazing career right so far. Lonzo's still doing his thing. But they said despite their dad, These young royals can hoop out. So their dad did something right. Of course he did something. What you mean? Despite their dad. Because their dad was outspoken? Because their dad said what was on their mind? Because their dad tried to start their, his own brand and capitalize off the work and investment he's put into his kids and didn't want nobody else to do it? So Skip and Shannon taking shots at the young man, 21 years old, talking about his weight. Well, you can use, easily use that platform to uplift him. Now, if, 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 he, if he actually plays and plays like crap, okay, that's your job to talk about that. Don't criticize his effort to get back out there, which is what it looks like. They don't want to blame it like, oh, he feel like he's being left behind uh, because the Pelicans playing well. So now he could, come on, bro. Why would you say that? Why spin it that way? He's Zion Williamson. He's going to get paid anyway. He's a brand. 
Has his career been, his NBA career been disappointing? I say no, because he's been hurt. Sometimes you can't do anything about injuries. And just because he's big, that don't mean he, he's, he's predisposed to injuries more than anybody else, because I know little dudes who get hurt a lot. I know, I know a whole bunch of big dudes that don't get hurt. But they find something negative to say about the young Royal because he out there dunking and working out, but he shouldn't do that. His stepdad and his he giving him what's wrong with him giving him advice? What's wrong with him, you know, uh keeping that keeping that money and that percentage of that money in the house? But I, that ain't what they up there. So and not only that, I still so Skip and Shannon making fun of him about his weight. And but but they be the same ones talking about mental health of athletes. Because a lot of athletes be depressed. You can say they need to be tough, but a lot of them not as mentally tough as you would think. They're fragile. They need confirmation. They don't like to be talked about. They don't like to be criticized, but they do understand that that comes with them. So I don't know Zion. I haven't, I haven't met him. I haven't talked to him, but I guarantee I've been hurt before. You are depressed when you're hurt. You're depressed when you can't play. People looking for you to play. Not only that, you want to play. You get in a depression, a deep depression. And as far as I'm, I, I'm, I'm at my highest. I'm nowhere near. I'm not. I'm not even 25% of Zion Williamson's uh, uh, celebrity or notoriety. I wasn't even close to that. And I was heard about when I got when I was uh, depressed when I got hurt at the University of Memphis and couldn't play my senior year after wrestling for almost 700 yards in just five, in just six games, really. Tore my hamstring, man, that was, I was depressed. So I understand that this young Royal probably been dealing with some depression. I don't want to speak that on him, but I know he has. Dude don't want to be hurt. Dude want to go out there and ball out. He want to live up to all those expectations. He want to give people a show. That's why he was out there giving people a show. But now, they say he, should, he gets criticized. Now, Zion Williamson has had all his free time because he's been hurt. I haven't heard about him getting in any trouble in New Orleans. There's a lot to do in New Orleans. I haven't heard it. I don't hear, I don't hear about him no, 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 pro, no problems in clubs, with the police, with women, nothing. But you still find a way and a reason to criticize him, talk about his weight. They really body shame him. Now, if they did that to a woman, they has to be crushed, and rightfully so. But it's okay to body shame Zion and call him big. It's embarrassing that he's that size. How the hell is him if he was actively playing and he was that size and overweight and out of shape? Then you could talk about it. But he'd been hurt. So, you know, a lot of times when you hurt that, so they body shamed them. And, and it takes me back to what Sha Shaq and Charles Barkley and Kenny Smith and Ernie Johnson was laughing about Zion's weight a couple of months ago, calling him fat. Say he looked like somebody like, like Shaq, and, uh, 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 Shaq and Charles Barkley had a baby. Laughing at, laughing at his weight. Basically calling him fat. Body shaming him. And they, they was laughing like little kids. And Shaq, 50 years old. Charles Barkley, 59 years old. Kenny Smith, 57 years old. 
and they're out there making fun of a young black man who's hurt in his weight, body shaming. But it's okay, huh? Why? They be the same ones talking about fans don't know how to act towards athletes. They don't either because that's, that's disrespectful. Ernie Johnson, 65 years old, edging it all on. He throw it out there and he just get his, his goons to just attack him, attack him, attack him, make fun of him. Come on, man. Come on, man. It ain't nothing cool about any of that. So the run pass option, yeah, me and Isaac, we're going to talk about sports. But at the same time, you know, I'm, 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 since they like, since a lot of these uh, national announcers like to attack some of these young, these, these young royals for no reason at all, just to get entertainment and to get laughs, not caring what kind of headspace you put them in. I'm going to go at them anytime they say something that I don't agree with. This is my platform. So I'm going to go at them and say what I want to say. So it ain't funny. It ain't cool. So salute to you, Minnesota Timberwolves. Congratulations. Party on, young fellas. Party on. Celebrate and be happy. Be happy in your win. Be happy in your successes. Be happy in the preparation that y'all went through in order to get to that point. But it is what it is. So, yeah. I don't think it's cool. Minnesota party on me. So I don't think it's cool, Shannon. Whoever y'all, y'all, y'all made fun of them inside the NBA. They they celebration. I don't think it's cool. Shannon Sharp, Skip Bayless, making fun of Zion Williamson's size. I don't think it's cool. Cause like I said, it's body shame. Body shame a woman, you get crushed. It's your body shaming a young man who, who who's who's Old enough to be your son, Shannon. And your grandson, Skip. And Skip, you said it was embarrassing. It's embarrassing for dude to be 6'6", 300, and, and exploding off the court like that. And windmill and dunk. He wasn't barely dunking. It's a windmill dunk. And it went in cleanly. He didn't barely get it in. And do you know, because you said he came, he came down gingerly so how much skill does it take to kind of while you're coming down to kind of brace yourself to land to put to, so uh to put as less impact on your feet and knees possible that's a skill to me it's a talent to me but y'all found some negative to say man whatever that's gonna do it for this edition of the run pass option hey make sure you like and subscribe and share this show the run pass option Clips go on YouTube. Make sure you like and subscribe on YouTube as well and share it. Because this is fun. I thank the most high for this, to be able to sit up and talk sports, especially with my brother, Isaac Bruce, whom I've known since 1992. When we first got to Memphis, we were at Memphis playing for the Memphis Tigers. Then when I played for the Rams, that's who I was living with. Because Big Bank take care of Little Bank, and he was my brother. So he had way big bank, more bank than me. So I lived with him. One bedroom. My brother and he had one bedroom, Creve Core, living in Creve Core, one bedroom. Bro, I'm living with you, bro. That's what I said. He didn't say nothing. I just slept on the couch. Big bang, take care of little bang. But anyway, that's going to do it for this edition of the Ron Pass Option with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. Hopefully, Ike will be us 
with me the next time. But I don't know because I might feel like wake up and feel like doing an episode later tonight or tomorrow, but it will be. So thank y'all for tuning in. Make sure you like and subscribe. And that's going to do it once again for real this time for this edition of the Run Pass Option with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. We talk sports because we know sports. <laughs>